A perhaps unreliable source of fake holidays tells me that today, April 12th, is Hamster Day. It has been over 40 years since my last two hamsters escaped from their cage and fled to freedom. I don't really want to know for sure the fate of Blondie and Dagwood, two creatures whose time with me was brief and memorable. But this is Charlottesville Community Engagement, and our time is also brief, and I hope you remember a few things that I put together this time for Hamster Day. On today's program, the Charlottesville City Council adopts a $230.4 million budget for fiscal year 24. The federal measurement for inflation increases by a tenth of a percentage point. Albemarle supervisors learn about a series of transportation projects, including the shelving of a plan at Fontaine Road and US 29250, and the cost to complete the Burkmar Drive extension has risen enough to create a shortfall. In today's first Patreon-fueled shout-out, the Rivanna Conservation Alliance wants wildlife and nature photographers to enter their second annual photography contest. They want high-resolution photos related to the Rivanna watershed, and the winning entries will be displayed at the 2023 Rivanna Riverfest on May 20th. The two categories are 16 and under, and those over the age of 17. You can send in two entries and the work may be used to supplement Rivanna Conservation Alliance publications. For more information, visit rivannariver.org. The Charlottesville City Council adopted their budget Tuesday night, just six weeks after it was released to the public. The total amount grew during that time, according to Chrissy Hamill the city's budget and performance director. The city manager's proposed budget uh, came to you at $226,239,155. Through some continued revenue adjustments, um, last week we worked through the infamous spreadsheet. Um, Council was able to add some adjustments at just a little over $2 million. The total budget for fiscal year 24 is $230,390,146. A full list of the amendments is available at a link in the newsletter, but here are some of the highlights. $186,993 for the Jefferson School African American Heritage Center, $40,000 for the Public Housing Association of Residents, $126,400 for the Child Health Partnership, $225,000 for operational funding for the Albemarle Housing Improvement Program. $500,000 for the Pathways Program, $100,000 for the Charlottesville Redevelopment and Housing Authority for Resident Services, $850,720 to implement the recent employee compensation study, and $200,000 for a violence prevention program to be determined. There are no further explanations in writing for what these additional programs are, but they were discussed at a budget work session on April 6th. The federal measurement generally used to track inflation increased 0.1% in March, a smaller increase than the 0.4% increase in February. The Consumer Price Index, produced by the United States Bureau of Labor Statistics, increased 5% since March of 2022. That's the smallest year-to-year measurement since May of 2021. Here's a section from the press release that went out this morning. 
The Consumer Price Index measures the change in prices paid by consumers for goods and services. The CPI reflects spending patterns for each of two population groups, all urban consumers and urban wage earners and clerical workers. The Consumer Price Index covers over 90% of the total population of the United States of America. The increase is driven by a rise in the cost of shelter, airline fares, new vehicles, and household furnishings. All major factors that go into the index for energy declined in March, as did the index for used vehicles and medical care. Some in this growing community might say there's a need for new road connections or improvements to the existing ones. Transportation planning is one of my favorite topics to cover. Please ask questions in the comments. There's always a learning curve, and I'm glad to help. At their meeting on April 5th, 2023, the Albemarle Board of Supervisors got an update on several projects. Work continues at the Virginia Department of Transportation to finalize a list of new transportation projects that will be funded through the SmartScale process that is currently in its fifth round. The Commonwealth Transportation Board will get an update at their meeting next week in Bristol and will vote on the final selections at their meeting in Richmond in June. But several items are recommended for funding in the area, as I reported in January. They are Avon Street Corridor Bicycle and Pedestrian Improvements from Druid Avenue to Avon Court, Belvedere Boulevard and Rio Road Intersection Improvements, U.S. 250 and Peter Jefferson Parkway Intersection Improvements, and Access Management. There are links to each of those in the newsletter to the Sevilpedia article for them. Jessica Hirsch-Ballering is a transportation planner with Albemarle County. Things may change between now and when the the Commonwealth Transportation Board uh, meets and makes their final decisions in June. At any given moment, planning is underway for future candidates for SmartScale and other VDOT funding sources. In March, supervisors approved a rezoning for a 525-unit development on Old Ivy Road, despite opposition from neighboring residents who are concerned about that level of intensity overwhelming the transportation corridor. During that meeting, supervisors were told about VDOT's Project Pipeline program, as well as VTrans, Virginia's statewide transportation plan. VDOT's Project Pipeline program is designed to develop a pipeline of high-priority projects that address identified VTRANS needs and may be considered for implementation through smart scale, revenue sharing, or other funding mechanisms. A study of the US-29, US-250, Old Ivy Road, and Ivy Road area is one of two pipeline studies about to begin in Albemarle County. A proposed solution that was unveiled to the public a week before the apartment complex was approved is not being pursued at this time. The proposed triangle about is on hold until this study is complete. Ultimately, this study will take a more comprehensive look at the whole area to improve operations and access more broadly. It may or may not include the triangle about in the future. The second pipeline study will be for the Barracks Road corridor between Georgetown Road and Emmett Street. In other transportation news, Albemarle County is still negotiating the final paperwork with the Federal Highway Administration for a $2 million grant for planning for a shared use path between the Blue Ridge Tunnel, Crozet, and Charlottesville. Hirsch Ballering said the county hopes to issue a request for proposals for a consultant to work on the plan by the end of the first quarter of fiscal year 24. A consultant has been hired to do engineering work for a new loop road at the Lambs Lane campus, which will include bike and pedestrian improvements on Hydraulic Road. Funding for this study comes from the Board of Supervisors' Strategic Reserve. 
This is part of the master plan that was conducted last year. The final cost estimate will soon be ready for full implementation of conversion of Free Bridge Lane to a car-free promenade. I reported on this effort in March. In the meantime, staff is preparing for a pilot program for supervisors to review in the near future. And planning is underway for a shared use path on Route 20 from Quarry Road to Route 53. Two concepts will be advanced for a stretch of road where a previous SmartScale application had been developed but later withdrawn. That project would have put pedestrians and cyclists in the median, and the next one could as well, according to Hirsch Ballering, though they are going to look at the eastern side of the road. For this next one, we depart the bulleted points. At the February 2023 closed-door meeting of the Land Use and Environmental Planning Committee, area planning staff were shown VDOT's latest concept to try to address concerns at the intersection of Fontaine Road and US-29-250. Now, it appears they are backing off. Recently, there's been some concern from stakeholders, including UVA, that the design, um, that displaced left turn, um, wouldn't meet the long-term needs of a rapidly growing area. So, Admiral County staff are currently working with fellow stakeholders and VDOT to determine next steps for that project. Those long-term needs include a Fontaine Research Park that will be the home of a new biotechnology center. The city of Charlottesville is also increasing the building potential on its section of Fontaine in its rezoning rewrite. Supervisor Ann Malik was on the Board of Supervisors in September of 2010, when the UVA Foundation was successful in having a rezoning approved for the Fontaine Research Park to expand its size. That came with proffers. They proffered substantial financial investments in whatever the lights and stuff to uh, stop the difficulty of people not being able to get out of the exit ramp from by, from the bypass going 29 south uh, and all those circulation things. Those proffers are listed in a link in the newsletter and include installation of a traffic light. It is really important that we get that money and committed to these projects. And yes, there's a whole new cast of characters at both university and here and new staff and everything. But they're, they're bringing a massive new impact to that with the whole new biomedical center, which they're putting up there in a, on top of what is there today. In June, Hirsch Ballering will return to the Board of Supervisors with a newly reordered priority list, as well as a set of recommendations for what to apply for through VDOT's revenue-sharing program, for which applications are due later this year. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement, and in today's sponsored message... Charlottesville Community Engagement's continued existence means that many of you support local information. Want to support some local businesses as well? The Buy Local campaign is in full swing, and both the Albemarle and Charlottesville offices of economic development want people to consider spending locally as they shop throughout the year. The Buy Local campaign highlights small businesses within Charlottesville and Albemarle County through a multi-channel, multimedia, promotional, and educational campaign designed to reinforce how important supporting area small businesses is to the local economy. Locally owned, independent businesses with a brick and mortar presence in the city or county interested in being featured in the campaign should visit www.showlocallove.org or contact info at showlocallove.org. 
For more information on the Buy Local campaign, visit showlocallove.org or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and they say Twitter, but I honestly don't recommend it. Get off that thing. One more segment today, and we're sticking with transportation. Earlier in the meeting, during a discussion of Albemarle's secondary six-year plan, supervisors also learned about another project that will be paid for in part by telefee funds, which are paid by utility companies to the Virginia Department of Transportation for placement of infrastructure in the right-of-way. There's a plan to connect Burkmar Drive to Airport Road north of Hollymead Town Center. Alberic Karina Plun is a planner with Albemarle County. Currently, the road goes through at a roundabout on Timberwood Boulevard and stumps out shortly afterward, but will connect to Airport Road and Lewis and Clark Drive at another roundabout. A kickoff meeting for the project has taken place, but the cost of the project has risen. As design progressed, a shortfall in the funding was identified. Staff is currently working with Vita on how to address that shortfall. The estimate for the project is now $17 million, up from $11 million. It's still a priority for Supervisor Ned Galloway, who pointed out that the Places 29 master plan called for the Burkmar Drive extension. I get it. The prices have increased, but we can't. We can't punt. That project's got to get done. I mean, that was the whole the whole parallel nature of running Burkmar up there. Um, and we've got some some development, big development projects that are going to come out there. One of those projects is a rezoning of the University of Virginia Foundation's North Fork Discovery Park. The foundation paid $6 million to upgrade Lewis and Clark Drive to extend it southward to Airport Road. Acting Planning Director Kevin McDermott said staff is working to identify a solution to connect the pieces together. We're looking to try and figure out how the how the schedule will work with the funding. I hope to be able to keep that on a on a schedule that keeps it done before 2029. McDermott said the UVA Foundation is aware of the shortfall. More transportation news as it arrives. But number 521 is dead and long live the preparation for number 522. This was supposed to be a day off with no deadline, but at around noon, I began writing up the Albemarle County transportation material, and the next thing you know, I've got a full script. I think this program works best when I aim to produce it for between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. There's a lot to get to, and I'm slowly get back to the routine, and I guess this is it. All of this is paid for by paid subscribers, either through Patreon or Substack. My gratitude to all of you who are doing so, and if you'd like to help out, Please do so through Substack, and Ting will match your initial payment. And as you know by now, Mall Downtown, the two-card gift 75A free for month second A installation free. Put that backwards and you can get the real uh, promotional message. Thank you to Vraki, who is going to take us away with this concluding segment. 